Hi, this is Mike Zapsik from a Shared Universe Podcast Studio, and you're listening to Talking Codswalla Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from Calling the Shots. Hey, this is Steve from Calling the Shots. Hey, what's up? It's Mike from the Pizza Beer Revolution Podcast. Hi, this is uh, Derek D from PBR Podcast and DerekD.com, of course. And you are listening to Talking Codswallop. Talking Codswallop. How you guys doing? This is great. This is the POTUS. It's the President of the United States. Donald, you're looking at the wild up of the swelling. That's what you're listening to. It's great. I got to tell you, the swell up of the wall is great. I love walls. And the cod wallop, it's swell up. Fantastic. You're listening to it. Wallops, cods. Fish, walls, swallows. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I'm apparently Jeff. Um, oh, fuck. I'm apparently Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled that up, didn't I? <laughs> oh, you go fuck up my own name, I does. <laughs> I do. And apparently I got some fucked up accent as well. I'm not quite sure what happened there. <laughs> that there she has. James, you might need to work on that accent. Sorry. I'll try. Our okay. resident voice man. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me start again then, shall I? <laughs> Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I'm apparently Emma. I'm allegedly James. <laughs> I'm defiantly Andy. Oh, sorry, definitely Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right the first time. <laughs> you definitely are the first one. <laughs> it's a full house again, everyone. Woohoo! <laughs> did everyone see the four, the V formation of pigs flying south? I did. Yeah, they're beautiful. They did take a while to get here, though, I have to say. Yeah, they were feeding at the trough in Wiltshire. Ah, uh, mm. okay. Fed people going by our Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how have you guys been not too bad not too bad the uh the work of my house is nearing its conclusion the uh decorator is finished today finally done a very good job so a few of the little things to touch up and we should be uh you know building wise we should be okay did he manage to get the mink fur lining put on your hole on your holes <laughs> that's what needs touching up Dan. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> It was he. He just couldn't complete that fur lining. It was just just too difficult. So that'll be done on another day. Too delicate of a job for his rough tradey hands. <laughs> Something like that. I bring in the specialist women for that kind of work. Oh, <gasps> you you pig! <laughs> That's so sexist, James. <laughs> <laughs> was James one of the pigs that was flying south? It did have a slight northern twang to his oink. But you, you've got to think that the, the women have smaller, more delicate hands, so, you know. Oh. <laughs> so, Andy, how have you been? I've been not too bad, thank you. Not much to really complain about. Good. Yeah. Although Levi has been <laughs> um, romping around aggressively again. I've got another text from the neighbour. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, um, yes. Tiger Slug is a naughty boy. Oh, What's dear. been happening? Well, um, he's he's been going into uh, one of my neighbours' houses, terrorising their cats, and over the weekend, um, 
chased one of them into their bedroom and woke them up. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I can see how that annoyed them. Yeah. And he's been annoying me because he's been climbing onto my pillow at 4am and then lying on my head purring, so thus waking me up. <laughs> 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 it's been a real get at the moment. At least you haven't been clawing at you. No, I've, I've just been getting the odd paw to the eyeball or to the back of the head. You know, so no claws as yet. Hmm. Oh, that's the joys of having an animal, though, isn't it? It is. I love yeah. him all the same. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't want that, you should have got a tortoise. <laughs> a lot less hassle, and they sleep for six months of the year. Yeah, exactly. You're just happy and content with one leaf. That's it. Yeah. And they outlive you as well, so you can uh, pass it down the generations. Oh, yeah, that's quite a good idea. It's like a family heirloom. Pass the turtle to the left-hand side. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Ooh, I think I think I just saw a tumbleweed blow through. Oh, oh it just hit me on the head. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that was my fist. <laughs> Such a delicate fist. Yeah. Thank you for my delicate wrists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your dainty, your dainty paws. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, dainty paws, mink lined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I've had an okay week. And again, nothing's really happened this week, so I think we should just get on to what a load of cods will up at this point. Okay. Who wants to go first? Ladies first. Okay. Well, mine happened today, which was I went to Lidl, or Lidl, however you say it, and you know when you get to the till, and I had three items, and then this woman had like a trolley worth of stuff, and there was no other, there was no other till open. So mm-hmm. normally what happens is is that the person in front sort of goes, oh, you know, you've only got three things, go go ahead of me, sort of thing. Yeah. This lady, lady didn't. I just thought it was really rude. <laughs> I mean, she didn't have to do that. But, you know, it just it just felt really rude that I then had to wait. But then also because she was an older lady, much, much older lady, she was then talking to the lady on the till God. for a good sort of ten minutes. And it was like, oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. And it's a name crap, I guess, as well, she was discussing. Yeah. It was. It was the usual trivial thing of, oh, I only popped in here for um, a couple of bits and look how much I've spent. Oh, yeah. Well, she got that excited over it. Yeah, well, no, it's it's quite a common thing to hear. I don't know if you've ever heard it or not, but, you know, that people go into the, the, you know, when they're speaking to uh, the cashier. They're always like, oh, I really only came in for some butter and look how much I've come in. I've got eggs and I've got bread and I've got this and I've got that. <laughs> or, or they go, oh, it's not all for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> One of my favourite things at the moment when I'm just buying something that's like clearly lunch related. So like if it's a sandwich and a drink or whatever, and then and then they try to give me a receipt, I go, I don't really need that. I don't think you want it back after yeah. a <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. So basically, Gemma, you are going to become that old lady. You, if you, that's your point now. When you get older, you're like, I only came in for a few things. Yeah. Look at all this stuff I bought. You know it's going to happen. I probably will. all these people in the queue behind you going, for God's sake. <laughs> but that leads me on to an interesting question. Okay. Because you mentioned that it was an old lady. Yes. So did you see the um, the news report? I think it was either last week or the week before where the old couple were social media shamed for 
sitting in a reserved seat on a train. The train seat, yeah. Yeah, so. Do you think old people get a pass from basic common courtesies? I think some of them like to think they do. I think it's the fact that they get to a certain age and then they just don't give a shit anymore. Mm. Yeah, it's possible. I think that's it. I mean, Andy, you've kind of got to that before most people, to be honest. I was born like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely, like, even with my mum and that, as much as I love her, you know, it's kind of like I definitely, as years have gone on, I see that she doesn't, you know, like she's completely changed. Like she doesn't, she still worries about things, but she doesn't worry about things that aren't as important anymore. Sweats the small stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interestingly, on the train thing, that gave me a flashback to when I went to Birmingham Comic Con and they were kicking off over train seats on that. It was an an older couple who wouldn't shift for people who'd reserve seats. Mm. And their argument was they were there going, well, we've been traveling for hours and we should have somewhere to sit. And the people who were there were saying, but we booked these seats and they just would not shift for them. And it ended up being that the manager had to come and sort of intervene on it. So maybe it's just, maybe just, old people are bastards when it comes to train seats. The thing is, you see on most public transport, and now it's it used to be, give up your seat for the elderly or infirm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or pregnant. Or pregnant. But now they seem to have dedicated one seat on a bus with that with a sticker over it. Well, they have it on trains, don't they, as well? Yeah, so where you've already exceeded the maximum seatage with stickers on, does that mean that it's bad luck to the rest of the elderly, pregnant and disabled, or do they then get to overflow into us younger, able-bodied, non-pregnant types? Mm. Yeah. I don't know, because the, the difficulty is, though, if you have reserved seat, a seat, you really should be able to sit on the seat. Yeah. But who trumps the, the young children or old people who has top trumps? Well, in this case, it was old people and children wasn't it the whole situation just seemed to be really screwy yeah they they, they said children but actually it was a tween and a teenager I right think they can stand yeah yeah i i think i would go towards the the old people's side on this one really because the the fact that the train sort of jerks around all over the place i can barely keep my balance mm. when i'm sort of stood up or walking through or whatever you know i i couldn't imagine an old person having to do that you know, and again, there's a you know there's a lot of fit and healthy old people out there. So we're not talking about those people. We're talking about the more frail ones. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think you know if I was in the situation that you know, like James said about if you had a reserved seat and stuff like that, and if I I don't know in in my opinion, I would probably be like, oh, well, they're old. I'll let them sit there. Yeah. If it was a middle-aged person, I'd be like, get get out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like, get the fuck out. What, you're pregnant? Yeah, well, fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not really, obviously. But the impression I got on this one, certainly the Birmingham one, is that these people weren't particularly old. Uh, and they were sort of like, almost just digging the heels in for the sake of digging the heels mm. in. And like on the Birmingham train, the one thing I could not get my head wrapped around is the fact that they wouldn't move even though the, there was, the people were there saying, we have these seats reserved. But further down the train, there were two seats these grumpy old people could assign. It made no sense. No. It was just like they were just being difficult for the sake of being difficult. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's very difficult to come down either side, but I would err uh, towards, in the situation I took the old people's view, 
that and the mum was just blowing out all over out of proportion being huffy puffy um mm. although I, I get i understand a bit about reserved seats you know it's what actually happened with the old people because i don't actually know anything about it so i'm kind of getting the idea of it but is there any more of the story she got upgraded to first class and they stayed in the seats that she would have been in that's fair enough yeah so it worked out well yeah win for her yeah but she still felt the need to to do that crossed arm sad face tabloid Uh, the news the oh you mean the newspaper look yeah my little sweet child who's actually a complete bastard has been told off at school and yeah like suspended so they'll do the frumpy ground uh you know frumpy unhappy face yeah (laughs) <laughs> I'm claiming the principle and the moral high ground just because. <laughs> and yet they have no principle or moral high ground whatsoever. Yeah, the first one to get the elbows out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Not that I'm stereotyping, and, you know, like I was last no. week with the driving. I think my blood pressure's just gone. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah that was, that's just reminded me, actually. Going by, obviously, last week's episode, which obviously I, I was uh, not part of, but at the beginning I was, and at the end I was. It was really interesting. Um, <laughs> you sounded very tired after all that editing. It was, it was no wonder you didn't sound like your normal self. I know. Yeah. I sounded almost like a man, didn't I? It was crazy. <laughs> well, staring hours mindlessly going backwards and forwards on audio can do that to a person. I know. Yeah, yeah. it changes. Yeah, I'm now asexual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, um, so I was going to bring up the fact that, um, James, you mentioned I miss having a handbrake. I was like, yeah. I thought to myself, what fancy-ass cars are you two driving that you haven't got a handbrake? Because I've got a handbrake. No, we've got e-brakes. We've got electronic yeah, brakes. Yeah, we've got electronic brakes. So we have got handbrakes. <laughs> but, yeah, because I haven't actually... Dri- unless it's been like my plethora of lease cars, I've not driven a car. If I seriously think about it, I've not actually driven a car that I have owned with an actual handbrake for, God, six years, seven years, something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, because every car I've ever had has had a handbrake, so I'm kind of like, I was like, really? Because <laughs> they're all just sort of like in a push-button system. Um, oh, okay, because I've never had one of those cars, so. And it depends which manufacturer, because I've had plenty of higher cars where I've gone in and I've pushed it down, pulled it up, pushed it down. I was like, okay, is this a pusher or a puller <laughs> on the little switch? There's no, there's no standard. No, it's true. There isn't actually, is there? I, I don't know. I've never had, I've never driven one with a push button. So it's a first world car driver problem. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're not, you're not missing a lot. It's not like you know. My hire, the, my lease car that I got from my car was in repair. Yeah. It, it had actual little bits of metal sticking into the door frame <laughs> that you had to push up and down manually. You had to manually adjust your own mirrors. Can you imagine the horror? Yeah. <laughs> the, the sweat that was pouring off of my brow was unbelievable. I, you know, I had to get out for a lie down. <laughs> I bet your your hands and your wrists were just in agony, weren't they? The shock of having to adjust the mirrors without just pressing a button—it's terrible. It, I could barely hold the steering wheel. 
<laughs> was the sweat running to your eyes? It was. I could. I couldn't see. And you know that was before it took fifteen minutes yeah. for it to demist. You poor man. Uh, oh. It was horrific. It absolutely was horrific. <laughs> oh. And it had a manual handbrake, so I, I'd already oh. lost strength in my bicep because <laughs> trying to yank that up. I was going to say there's no there's no arm strength for us anymore because we don't have proper handbrakes. Uh, it, it was a two hander, just one click at a time. Oh dear, dear! Oh, the horrors! And and uh, this was the shocker. This was the absolute shocker. Go on. It had auxiliary in and a USB connection, but would not support the USB connection for my phone. <laughs> and I, I I had actual radio to listen to. I mean, I couldn't. I had to turn it off. <laughs> I had to turn it off. I, I drove in silence. Wait, wait. Ju- just to check, Andy, it wasn't FM radio, was it? It was FM or AM. I had a choice, and I was like, no, no. Oh dear you God! I'd be with you actually with the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I can't listen to podcasts or, or my own music, silence it is. Yeah, just nothing but me and road noise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and this is another first world Andy or first world car owner problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was no filters on the um, on the air vents, so every time a dirty van oh. came cruising past me, I just got. Mouthful of diesel fumes. Oh, so basically, yeah. you were driving what, what sounds like my car. <laughs> yeah, it was a '69 plate, and this was thing. It was a '69 plate. So it only had 600 miles on it. It was a Hyundai i10. Okay. It was like the. It was. They just went in and went. Uh, what's the basic model? Yeah, I'll take 15 of them, please. <laughs> I, I, I've got to be honest. I can't even visualise what that looks like. I don't know if I've ever seen one. Imagine a max a matchbox with wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Although a sixty-nine plate is that two thousand and nine or is that two thousand nineteen? Two thousand August two thousand and nineteen onwards. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking, well, that's you. You wouldn't expect that actually in that kind of age car to have to like adjust your windows and uh, mm. be yeah. able to plug in your uh, iPad, oh, your iPod, sorry, or whatever. And that's what led me to think. It's like, okay, at what point would like electronic door mirrors, better soundproofing, better air filters on the air intakes for the cabin Hmm. when does that become standard across the entire range from the basic model upwards because that's that's the sort of thing that i would have thought would have been a standard feature along with bluetooth multimedia Hmm. well what seems to happen now when i was telling somebody audi is that on brand brand new cars a car will come with literally everything every feature that you would want is built in, and then you have to basically ask Audi to turn on those those specs. Which is, I think, what's going to happen more and more with cars. You know, rather like in the past, you have to spend I don't know a few hundred pounds to get certain light setup done or something like that. It's all going to be set as a standard thing. But it is interesting, like you said, because I, I remember discussing with somebody, and I think I said this to you as well, Andy. In the past, if you got a box on a car, you wouldn't have any electric windows. You'd have nothing. So when does yeah when did the changeover happen? Because mm. now we expect everything to be in a car. Yeah, mm. I think like collision avoidance. You need when you're driving and you see that little orange dot in people's wing mirrors. That's the sort of thing that you would expect to be standard across the range in the models. What's the orange dot in wing mirrors? Sorry, it's the blind spot detection. It's so you know when a car's getting nearer to you. Yeah, um, it'll beep at you. Again, I haven't got that on my car. It's annoying. You're not missing a lot. It really gets on my nerves. To be honest, <laughs> the vibration. You know, the vibration one, the the audible one does, but there is a, something comforting where you just out of your, you just glance at you, you, you know, you do your normal checks. 
and you see the orange dot or the orange or just the the visual thing on the outside of your wing mirror to know that somebody is too close or in your blind spot because that that just avoids the you know the the horrific embarrassment of trying to pull it cut someone up yeah you, you and i are different andy i like the risk yeah but as we discovered last week, you're a hooligan still. Yes. Yeah, true. <laughs> anyway, we're coming out of Car Corner, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is now yeah. becoming a segment on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're like the cheapest version of Top Gear Home to Man. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Talking Cars, Wallop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, going back to your cods, Wallop, I, I think yeah, yeah, you that woman should have. Uh, at least given the pretext that she was prepared to offer you her slot and then hoping that you would go, no, you're an old lady, you first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I probably wouldn't have said the latter. I probably would have said, oh, Mm. that's very kind of you. Thank you. Because I was Mm. actually there in my lunch break as well. So it was kind of like I was Mm. on limited time anyway. So, yeah, I definitely would have appreciated it. But you could see like her looking over at me out of the corner of her eye and being looking at what I'd got and then be like, ha, I'm going to mess with you, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> so basically she was just nasty. Yeah. Picking everything up very slowly and putting it down all the time, staring right into your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and at no point says the words, excuse me, miss. Would you like to go first? You've only got three items. And I'll be like, oh, my God, that's the most kindest thing that you've ever said. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> I only came in for milk. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, the, um, the cashier was like... Um, she was uh, engaging, obviously, in conversation as well, because she clearly wasn't rude. But, you know, she's going, oh, this other couple came in and she got, they got loads of like lobster and they got loads of champagne. And I was like, fucking hell, have I just come into a mother's? <laughs> you know? yeah. I just, yeah, all right, Brenda, don't, don't encourage her. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> scanny, scanny. <laughs> Let's be key more scanny. Come on. <laughs> yes. Haven't you got a time limit on your, yeah. your tills? <laughs> Annoyingly, they opened up another till, literally just as I was about to be served. I was like, for fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. That's life. I feel better now having discussed it on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Breathe in, breathe out. Mm. He wants to go next. James. Me, please. Me, please. Well, quite interestingly, the topic you uh, just mentioned segues perfectly into something that happened to me that's very, very similar. So I went to the bank, and I chose a time where I was thinking it'd be reasonably quiet, there'd be nobody there. I get in, there is literally me and an old woman in front of me at the till. (laughs) Tell me this sounds familiar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We don't plan these things, people. This just happens. (laughs) So this old lady was having to go go through and itemise every every single thing on her bank statement with this woman. Now, in itself, okay, that wouldn't be too bad if she'd, say, gone to the like the help desk area of the bank, but she'd gone to the actual, you know, the serving cash point of the bank. Now, mm-hmm. she was then, she was going, she, she was talking to the, the lady on the till, and then she goes, and can I just check this one other thing with you? And can I check this other thing with you? Now, 
I was there, I was patient, but after about five minutes, I was sort of checking the old watch and thinking I've got to do other things I've got to go and do. And it's going, she's going on and on, and can, can we just discuss this withdrawn? This was £3.50 I spent on this. And I then looked round and realised there's about 15 other people queuing behind me, at which point I walked out and left. <laughs> Went to get a cup, once get a cup of coffee to calm down. And came back, and you know things are bad when you get to the bank, and the one of the the, the, the bank staff who knows me came over to me and said, ah, you've come back. I said, yeah, I was stuck in a bit of a queue, and she went, yeah. It, I said, the woman looked like she was, uh, you know, getting really in-depth, and her response was, it's not in-depth, it's one person creating chaos. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't the only annoyed person. <laughs> So they, they they know Doris. She's a regular. She must be. But she was like every little. What got me in a similar vein to what's annoyed Jemmy's? She was having to. I don't know whether this woman had had something done to her account or was or she just was lonely. But she was having to break down every single thing of her account. Going now, I'm not sure that I spent money on this, and I spent three pounds fifty on this and that. And understandable, the staff have got to, uh, you know, help her and humour her. But good God, it must drive them up the wall, obviously. Oh God, yeah. I bet every time they see, uh, well, <laughs> they probably get used to the people that do it. And every time they see anybody who's like similar, you know, not just old people is what I'm trying to say, but you know, there's no, always irritating no. people, whatever generation. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's almost like, Oh no, not another one. <laughs> the sad thing is, and this is where my heart goes out. Cause I would find it equally frustrating, but f- for some, that's their only interaction and it's something they look forward to. And oh, yeah. the knock on effect is just, you know, it is a massive inconvenience to, the casual who goes in who is time bound. I wondered, could it be that? Could it be this thing that this is the only sort of communication? Because I did, you know, you reassess it, you're annoyed, but you reassess it. Could this be the only communication this woman has with people? You know, and she could be very worried about something to do with her account, but it's the way that everything was so dragged out in every little thing. But maybe that is the only time she interacts with people. The other side of the coin is that... Actually, it might just be that she doesn't understand because where it's all this, in her eyes, newfangled technology where, you know, like, okay, cash points have been around for years, but like online banking and things like that, Hmm. that's quite a new and quite scary thing for the older generation to deal with. I know my mum can't stand it. So, you know, like she she could just about deal with a cash point at best of the times. But, you know, it's kind of like, I wonder if... That is a bit of an aspect to it as well. Yeah. It certainly it is, yeah. It could be something like that. I mean, I don't particularly like online banking. I prefer to try and, you know, actually have interaction with a human being. But, yeah, so so basically I'm a bastard. It's what we, oh, what no, we've no, not at all, I, I, I have the exact same feeling. I, I complained about a woman not letting me go in front of her. So yeah. we, we've got the same, we're on the same path. Don't you worry. <laughs> and I wasn't going to use this as a codswallop, but I can, well, I've got a, a similar experience that happened to me today. Oh, Ooh, go on. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh no, this one isn't old. This is a different generation. Oh. Ah, okay. But one where you need to have equal understanding. Oh. Right, okay. I'm intrigued. Go on. Yes, yeah, so I was at work and um, we've got a, a canteen. Um, so, you know, you get cooked breakfast or um, muesli, whatever, for, and then a lunch and salad and what have you. Nice. Is it all free or is that you have to pay for it? Oh, no, not subsidised. Oh, nice. <laughs> 
Yes, Sorry. it's great because then you can go and burn it all off on the on-site gym. Oh, I think I would have worked for the company you work for, which I remembered then that I wasn't supposed to mention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So I'd got my uh, sausage and bacon baguette and I'm waiting to get my coffee and pay. And there's two people in front of me and one's ordered Americano. The other one's ordered a latte with a vanilla shot with soy and milk mm. and a normal latte with another shot. And it was only the three of us in the queue. So the two had just placed their order for the three drinks and then me. And then in the space of three minutes, the queue had just grown tremendously. And the poor single person behind the counter was trying to prep this uh, order. And she completely forgot that she wasn't supposed to put normal milk in with the vanilla latte. It was a soy one. So she had to make it all over again. Oh, and I was torn because part of me was going, fucking people with their fucking fancy <laughs> drinks. Can you not just have a normal fucking coffee? And I was like, yeah, but she's probably dairy intolerant, lactose intolerant. Yeah, they so could she's got to have yeah. soy milk. But still, the shots. Do you really need the shots? Are you just being pretentious now? Think of the sugar love. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And yeah, you can't have the sugar free shots because otherwise you get the sugar free shits. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, so it was one of these things. Was like, you know, it wasn't just the fact that you know um, she'd ordered bloody complicated drinks. It was the fact she had a dietary requirement which the server forgot. You know, or she was vegan. Yeah, I suppose that's a dietary requirement, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She could have been vegan. Yes, and she wasn't maybe wasn't lactose intolerant. But yeah, yeah. Fussy, picky eaters who are more fussy and picky than me and Eddie Pence. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, is that possible? I, I did. Let me just say, I did step out of my glass house before I started throwing those stones. <laughs> Good. <laughs> me not totally stupid. <laughs> it, it winter. <laughs> yeah, we almost, we need to get Eddie back on to see who's worse at eater. You or Eddie? I think Eddie would be by far. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think I think Eddie will win. Yeah. I'm I'm just a man child. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, going by sort of obviously daily listening to the Ralph report and everything, I think Eddie is definitely the fussier of the eaters out of the two of you. But it still would be an interesting competition. <laughs> it should be a head. It should do it person to person. You know, like they have the the two. The two tables full of food, and we saw food off. Ah, oh, yeah. So, yeah, man v food for fussy eaters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's one <laughs> table full of nice stuff and one table full of evil stuff. <laughs> and the, 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 whoever eats the most nasty stuff gets to pig out on the good stuff. Yes. Oh, we should totally do this. Yeah, but then my if I was to do it, my table would be fed of ginger biscuits and bloody garlic for this. <laughs> An onion. An onion and all the smelly foods and oh black pudding. Black pudding. But black pudding Ooh. I could tolerate out of all those options. I, and haggis. Haggis, again, I would eat it. I just can't stand garlic and onion. Oh cooked onion is alright. Cooked onion is alright. You okay with chilies? Um very very mild ones, yeah. You'd have to have, yeah. You have to have the Morrison sausages I had yesterday. That oh my god! <laughs> what did they blow your head off? They had uh, 
Naga chilies, ghost peppers, and uh, Trina, Trinidad scorpion peppers in them. There's just no need they for that. They were great. No, they Ooh, were great. James. They cleaned the sinuses brilliantly. How was your bum this morning? It was an interesting evacuation <laughs> procedure. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But my sinuses are squeaky clean. Yeah, I bet. I'm glad you didn't record that audio, because otherwise we would have to have gone through that again. <laughs> Well, I've got another pack of them, so I'll be having those tomorrow. Oh, lovely. Um, I suppose at least it does clear your system, doesn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's left me traumatised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I was cooking them, I was sort of... <laughs> the, 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 the chilies that strong in them, the, the, you know, the vapours that come off cooking them were making me sort of my eyes water. Oh, my God. I was, oh. I was almost gagging on the, <laughs> the fumes, but, yeah, loved them. Brilliant. <laughs> That reminds me of when um, when Matt and I used first lived lived together. We uh, we got a three bed house and we had mm-hmm. a rotation of like three other people who lived with us at various times. And um, one of them was uh, into spicy food like us. Um, although Matt's always had a higher tolerance for for heat. Mm-hmm. And Matt bought some um, concentrated chili oil that came in its own child proof protective canister with the bottle inside that had a pipette rather than, you know, being able to direct pour. Um, making me hungry. So I was like the pretty much the resident cook. So I thought I'll just do some uh, spicy chicken. Overheated the wok, dropped in a load of this chili oil that immediately vaporized and turned yep. to smoke. Yeah. And yep. Yep. we could only spend about 30 seconds each stirring this chicken before we then had to evacuate the kitchen and just you know clear the system because it was that potent i've been there i've been there on other cooking things yeah yeah it was tasty though but it was a hellish experience trying to cook it (laughs) (laughs) see i don't understand why people do that in a way you like test themselves with the the hottest chili and stuff like that surely it just kills your taste buds not your taste buds no i would say so i mean it was just the the reason i wanted to try these sausages to see what they were like but they were once you'd sort of got used to the burn they were they were they tasted very nice but they had yeah i'd say if anyone wants to try them if you like hot stuff and they give them a shot yeah i mean i my tolerance for that i prefer a tangy spice so it tends to be quite mild. So chipotle and um, ancho chilies I like because they're nice and smoky and a little bit of zing. But I still like to be able to taste the rest of my foods because mm. it just dominates your the taste experience. And then, yeah. So if we were to ever meet and go out for a curry, would you judge me for getting a korma? No. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I'd judge you. I can't tolerate the heat. I can't tolerate the spice. So food has to be enjoyed. Yeah, that's yeah. no, it's true. It, if we were all the same, it'd be boring. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry, James, you don't have to backtrack. You know, no, no, I'm being honest. If we were all the same, it'd be boring. Yeah, no, but, absolutely. Yeah, I'd still judge you, <laughs> but still, he'll judge you <laughs> yeah. for being boring. Yeah, I would judge you <laughs> while giving me the side eye because I've only gone for a shakora, which is, you know. Yeah more savoury than spicy <laughs> well, I don't know I don't know what that one is like I literally just play safe <laughs> so I'll have, oh, I'll I'll you, have a little you nibble can... off your plate Andy and I'll try it <laughs> okay you can fuck right off 
And w- oh, yeah, and, w- and when you go to the toilet, uh, Gemma, I'll put my, my stuff on your plate and then watch you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> that coma seems to have changed a bit of colour there, James. Have you done something to say to my plate? I'm there going, shh, Andy, say nothing. Shh, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lads, I think I need to go to the toilet yeah. again. <laughs> All right, there. <laughs> oh, dear, is anyone else hot? Is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, I'd be sweating. Like- oh no, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't know whether to keep that in or take it out. <laughs> <laughs> shocked, shocked Gemma into near silence, James. Yeah. We've done it at last. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know whether to take that off. <laughs> yep, sweating like Bill Cosby in his sweater. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear, sorry, uh, sorry, James. I know you're trying. <laughs> I'm still <Yeah>. in shock. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Right. Um, <laughs> moving on. Have we got any listeners from Newcastle, Gem? We may do, yes. I don't... I'll let you decide whether to keep this one in. Sweating like a Geordie in a maths test. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep that one in. <laughs> uh, that's not as bad as the other one. <laughs> but it's regionalist, and that's not the done thing. No. I don't know what you mean, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> sweating like a fat girl in the cake shop I can say that because I am a fat girl <laughs> and I can't go in cake shops sweating like a northerner having to spend money or a Scottish person yes I'm half Scottish I sweat I'm northern and a quarter Scottish so. getting some yeah. footage for after dark at least <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's see how you feel after yeah. you've edited it <laughs> yeah. you can probably hear a gap in this bit <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got some really good feedback this week. Oh, could I just give my codswallop, please? Oh, I'm sorry, Andy. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to talk. I thought you gave it. I thought you gave your codswallop. No, no more. Okay, no. sorry. No, that was me. Just he was agreeing with our con- pain, contributing, yes, and making you two feel less like assholes. Oh, I didn't feel like an asshole. It was fine. So, yeah. <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> Oh, I got all warm then. Sorry. I had to take my cardi off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, easy. Didn't know it was that kind of show. Steady. I would have showered. <laughs> do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Andy, what's your codswallop? My codswallop this week is, I don't know whether I'm just being a grammatical pedantic. Probably, but it, go on. It, I see a lot of, I guess, like forum posts or t- social media posts or news stories where the person is quoted as me and my people who are with me rather than mm. people who are with me and I or and me. And it pisses me off when people put themselves in front of a story because I think I, I just something inside of me thinks that's grammatically incorrect as well as being a massive narcissist prick. But I could be wrong because I'm dyslexic, so that would be my caveat if I'm wrong. It just pisses me off. Yeah, I see it so much. Because I was going to say, because I don't really notice it, but I guess that's. I mean, I do notice it. I'm not, you know, like obviously I read stuff, but um, yeah. Me and my fiance were really shocked when, but like, oh, it's all about you. 
rather than yeah, your, we. Your fiance and I. Yeah. 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 It should be my yeah. my yeah my fiance and I, shouldn't it? Yeah. Or my yeah. Uh, to me, that's that sounds grammatically correct. But I don't know whether I'm just being pedantic about the situation. Or I'm just talking out my ass as I normally do, and I, I know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> but it just it really it just pisses me off because I think no, this is all about you. This is how you felt. You're just putting these other people in just to try and validate what you're saying and your emotions. Mm. Don't know. I think that, <laughs> that's my cod swallow. I was going to say that I think that that is a um, a relevant one because I, I, you know, quite often I'll put up a post on Twitter or whatever, and I use the wrong "your" and the amount of ridicule that I get for not using apostrophe "re," and I'm like, "Fuck off, guys! I'm dyslexic. I'm trying." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think that's an. I think that that one's a genuine, and the wrong two yeah. or the wrong there. Because sometimes you're not. You're just typing out, and you hit send. Or sometimes autocorrect has already sort of beaten you to the punch, and you've just carried on. Yeah. Uh, so I think those kind of grammatical states, people should just relax a bit. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's it's more the descriptive grammar. Maybe I'm not, it's not even grammar. It's it's yeah. it's like in it's kind of in the the person that they're choosing to use, as in like the third person or the first person kind of yeah, yeah scenario. Yeah, rather than co- just describing a collective experience, it's the framing of the sentence makes it your experience that other people happened to be at. Mm. If that makes sense, but I think that's more from like the mum's net type of. Posters. What are you doing on Mumsnet? Yeah. Why are you on I'm not. I'm not actually on Mumsnet. But <laughs> oh, listen to that back. I. Th- th- this. This is a bit, bit of an insight into my world. <laughs> what you spy on Mumsnet? <laughs> no, 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 no. So. Or oh, I'm looking for a lo- loose lady. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for a single mother. <laughs> Oh, which which uh, thing can I wade into with my lack of parenting knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I, I tend to trip across the I guess the the bottom of Mum's net just purely because I in between tasks I like to just switch off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I do is I tend to read the Daily Hysterical, aka the Daily Mail. Okay, right. Just because it's in a complete opposite view of my my way of thinking, it's not. You know, I, I don't like the views that they they express, but I think it's just good for balance. Mm-hmm. And also, some of the stories that they get huffy and puffy about are quite amusing. Okay. And inevitably, they'll pick up on Mum's net post, and that'll be a new story. And all they're doing is sort of going, "Look at this thread that these people are arguing about." And it normally is like, "Am I being unreasonable?" So the other, there was one that caught my uh, fan- <laughs> my fancy the other day because it was quite close to home was am I being unreasonable in expecting my neighbours to pay for the injured my vet's bill because their cat injured mine. Yeah, I think I think you possibly brought that up on one of the episodes before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it was that kind of huffy puffy, it's all about me, you know, was was part of the 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 thread. And it was just those type of stories that crop up and it's just yeah. Me and my family were invited to a wedding and they've turned around and told us at the last minute that no children are invited. Am I being unreasonable? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't bring your kids. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you have children? <laughs> this, yeah. yeah. 
this isn't your big day. You are being unreasonable. (laughs) (laughs) If if bride and groom don't want ankle biters, it's entirely up to them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's true. I mean, if if they told them maybe the day before, that might be a bit of a different scenario because obviously you have to get childcare. But yeah. yeah, yeah. You've given plenty of warning. And inevitably, they're, they're one of the extreme ones where my sister moved to Australia five years ago and she met a lovely man. They invited us to their wedding. And with only three months to go, they've suddenly told us no children are invited. Am I being unreasonable <laughs> and being upset? Tracy, you know. <laughs> this, yes. yes, this is our only family holiday. We've saved up ages and ages for this. Yeah, immediately throw yourself off a bridge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crackers. Oh, yeah. No. You can still do the three week holiday. Yeah, you know, just Chelsea and Tarquin won't be able to spend half a day with you. <laughs> <laughs> Although, where are Chelsea and Tarquin going to go? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it, they can go around the outback. Inevitably, they'll be they'll be checked into a, a, a fan family friendly hotel and yeah. have crash facilities, or. You know, just stake them out into the hotel room. You know, just make sure that they can get to the bathroom, Ooh. but not off the balcony. Can I just remind you of a child who that happened with a certain little girl called Madeline McCann? <laughs> yeah, but if she's chained up and you've got the key to the padlock, you know, hotel staff are going to come knocking if they start hearing angle grinders going off. Yeah. You know, so and, and honestly, who would miss Tarquin and Chelsea other than the parents no and the immediate family? Well, even the immediate family wouldn't because they didn't want them at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, so it's it's that kind of, like, it's all about me. Yeah. <laughs> in, in sentences. Yeah, I get that. That definitely can stay in the vault of Codswallop. Awesome. Oh, vault of Codswallop. It's so difficult when doing the Codswallop not to slip into room 101. Hmm. Yeah, I know. That's what I was actually thinking when I said vault of Codswallop. And then I was like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try so hard every week not to say this week I'm putting into. <laughs> well, I suppose we can rip it off slightly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Paul, Paul Merton... Is it Paul Merton? It was Frank Skinner, but I think they've now um, cancelled the show completely. Ah. Oh, okay. Because it was somebody before him, wasn't it? Well, should we say what are we burying to the depths this week? Yes. Let's do it that way. What are we sinking to the depths of the sea? You know, fish, yep. cod's wallop, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. On brand. Yeah. I'll- to go with my suggestion of calling the listeners show. That's a good segue, Andy. You know, it's been, we've been a podcast now for two years. And I think it's about time that we actually name our audience. You know, they they like to have labels, I'm sure. <laughs> but you know, we have we have got quite a large audience now, and we've also got a lot of people that are actually interacting with us and things like that. So, well, do we all have suggestions? I don't know. And uh, James, have you got anything? Not really. So I was going to suggest what we, if we all had a suggestion, then we could say our suggestion and put it up to a listener vote. That's what I was thinking as well, but. James hasn't got one, but and that's fine. <laughs> well, we, we we could do a name off between your your name and my name and see what the listeners want to yeah. be referred to. See who yeah, picks what. I mean, you still think dickheads is offensive. I don't think yeah. that is. No. <laughs> Ass white, maybe. Uh, <laughs> the wankers. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of calling them wank stains. So are lovely wank stains. <laughs> mm. Call them the tadpoles. Yeah. <laughs> or sperm. <laughs> <laughs> Salty tadpoles, was that? Yeah. 
Oh, shall we call them the to- uh, salty uh, tadpoles? <laughs> yeah, I, I say we go the salty tadpoles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, we don't need any vote. Don't need any vote. Go with that salty tadpoles. You well. There we go, listeners. My ad libbing has given you a name. <laughs> yep, dear sweet salty tadpoles. Yeah. <laughs> So, have we had anything in from our salty tadpoles? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Listeners, right, we really need to start a poll on Twitter when this episode drops. Um, are you comfortable being called the salty tadpoles? <laughs> because I love it. <laughs> hey, what are the other options? You're not even going to have an option. There is no other option. Just leave that as the only thing. You are forever now known as the Salty Tadpoles. You will enjoy it and run with it. That should also be our episode title. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, Salty Tadpoles, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, oh, collaborative effort between Jim and Andy there. Yeah, very good, wasn't it? <laughs> because I know you said show, and you said that from sort of day one, haven't you? Yeah. Uh to be honest, I can't get past the salty, salty tadpoles. Now. Yeah, I think salty tadpoles is the future. Yeah. <laughs> so you can have a fun name like salty tadpole, or you can have a dull name like yeah. the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, salty tadpoles. You know it makes sense. It's perfect. <laughs> or the other one that I was thinking was the pods, but only because, you know, because it's yeah. like so a pod, give- as in a group type thing. And I was thinking it was kind of almost like fish like as well but again salt, mm, salt whale pods yeah i'm sorry to be such a nerd but pod is like a pod of whales pod of dolphins yeah that's what i said i said that whale pod yeah. well i mean not fishes they're mammals fishes are shells but yes. i still go with yeah. it because we're podcasting so pod fits with podcasting yeah. you're wrong tadpoles damn it tadpoles tadpoles and that's i think that's okay. what you salty tadpoles Salty, salty tadpoles. <laughs> oh my god! So if any, I'm so sorry to anybody who's just driven into another car because they've been laughing so hard at that bit. And if you haven't laughed at that bit, then I'm sorry. Maybe you shouldn't listen anymore. <laughs> You're not a salty tadpole. You're definitely not a salty yeah. one. You're not a salty tadpole at all. You're a fresh water <laughs> tadpole. <laughs> we don't like your coin round here. They're a d- <laughs> They're a dry, crusty, dead tadpole. <laughs> You're the. They're one of those millennial tadpoles. <laughs> You're an unwanted yeah. tadpole. An oh, yeah. Tadpole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Should have been eaten. <laughs> yeah. Instead of instead, you're a you're a dry, crusty, spat out tadpole. <laughs> I love how our brains all connect together yeah. and come up with something so ridiculous that we love. <laughs> I like it, but I also find it terrifying <laughs> at the same time. But Gem, have you ever heard James be so adamant on something? No, I haven't, and that's why I really want to go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though it terrifies him, he wants it so badly. Yeah. Just like the glory holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want them, but, but I can't have some. <laughs> Talking about glory holes, we had some listener feedback this week. Um, from not about glory holes. What kind of about? <laughs> not about not about glory holes. <laughs> hey James, I've got a great recommendation. If you want want some glory yeah. holes, <laughs> yeah, this person will put them in the house for you. No questions asked. Uh, this isn't come from Doctor Squee. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. So this is from Tim, who uh, Tim Dawson, who is also on Twitter, is um, Tim popped the Codswallop cherry because he was our first ever person with the Codswallop. For Do you know, Gem? I thought you were. I cool. thought you were going to say, and he is also a glory hole connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe he is. Because <laughs> I met him at. Um, this is also a glory This hole. is also a good segue because I met him yeah. at MCM Comic Con, which I'll get onto in a few moments. But nice. He wrote, just wanted you to know that I've been mega busy with work the past week and you and the boys have really helped me through it. The amount of times coffee has come out of my nose has been, <laughs> been high. <laughs> Here comes the money shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and so I said, oh, thank you very much. And then he's put, let me just... You can because I said to him, "Oh, do you mind if I read this out on on the episode?" And he then put, "You can mention it on the show only if I have a free go at James's glory hole." <laughs> well, you know, who am I to refuse? <laughs> does you get a free go? But does he also get serviced by you, James? <laughs> if he crosses your palm with Harry Bow. <laughs> Only if he asks really nicely. <laughs> and Jeff cakes for, Je- uh, for Andy. <laughs> oh, I, I have no part in this. <laughs> <laughs> Not even for a Jeff cake. Not even for a Jeff cake. <laughs> I'm worth more than that. Yeah, he'll, Andy will do it for Krispy Kremes. <laughs> yeah, he could create. He could create another glory hole. And he- <laughs> No, no, I think the way your mind's going, no. I think we're talking about a different set of fresh cream there, aren't we? <laughs> oh, there's nothing like a good film. Yeah, definitely. Bit of filling, sticky filling. <laughs> Thank you for that sound effect. I now don't have to add it in. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, the spikes have hit me in the head again. Right, so, yeah, to talk about MCM London uh, Comic-Con, which sadly, as you know from last episode, James couldn't make because of train issues and rain and whatnot. I went with one of our lovely listeners, Graham. I'm not going to go ins and outs of it all, but just do the highlights and things. Um, It was absolutely heaving because I went on the Saturday and... Mm-hmm. It was like so many different people in cosplay, as usual, as a usual Comic Con and whatnot. But, you know, it just seems like, well, some of them are absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Someone, <laughs> you know, is, uh, you know, I don't want to judge people because I made no effort whatsoever. You know, I didn't do any cosplay or anything. I just put a fish t shirt on. So the highlights of my weekend, oh, my Saturday, was the fact that. I got to meet George Perez, who is a comic book artist. He was actually on Comic Book Man. Right. And he was, um, one of the artists who, uh, they, I think it was, I think it was when Mike Zapsik was, I think it was like his, either his birthday mm-hmm. or it was Walt's birthday, one of the two. And they, he like, he was there as an artist and he drew a piece for them. Oh, either way, he was the sweetest man in the world. And he 
he was there at the Comic Con, so he was in amongst all the other comic book artists, so like the independent ones. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't on a, as you would find normally on a celebrity sort of table. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't just out in the boobies yeah. on his own. So he literally was in amongst all of the crowds and everything. Um, obviously, he had security there as well, but he, his table was completely blank. Like he wasn't there to sell a single thing. He was there just to autograph things and he he was such a lovely man it was kind of like it was like that old nice older generation type thing where they're like he he sort of kissed the back of my hand and i was like oh <laughs> you know? um so he's not the sort of guy who'd make you wait in a queue when you were trying to buy your shop no no exactly i mean i did have to wait in the queue but luckily actually we got there and he was due to be coming back to the table uh, about 10 minutes later so we joined the queue there and then nice so it was only kind of waiting in the queue for like sort of 10 minutes which is obviously no big deal really um and i had i can't remember which comic i had a comic with me anyway one of his that obviously he drew and got him to sign it and everything but you know it was just he he wanted to he just wanted to give back to people do you know what i mean it was like there was no charge for it whatsoever good and yeah. i thought that was really nice and obviously he was paid by the comic-con to be there yes but that was all that he wanted you know he didn't want the extra pay 60 pound or whatever for an autograph you know that's really good of him yeah yeah it's that's really nice yeah and i mean this there's, uh, there's sort of like a um a sign on his table the only thing that was on the table was the fact that with regards to the quantity that he will sign up to. So it was only up to three items mm-hmm. because like, obviously people, he would sign anything basically, but then obviously kind of rightly so, but also semi taking the piss, people would take all of their collection, you know, to get it signed. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that happen. I've seen that yeah. happen where somebody, it was, uh, when I was at something in Manchester, um, Billy D. Williams, this woman handed him like 50 things to sign. Mm. And it's just, yeah. That's not good. Not really. Not really when you're like 80 something. No, 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 definitely not. And knackered. Yeah. And also the highlight as well was that I also met Simon Pegg. Woohoo! Now that's pretty goddamn good, to put it mildly. So basically, yes, I managed to meet Simon Pegg. Um, which was an absolute dream come true. I mean, I was probably with him for a minute at the most. <laughs> but uh, I also tried to get a soundbite so badly as well, because I spoke to the woman in charge of the table. I even <laughs> spoke to his agent as well, mm-hmm. um, but both of which said no, unfortunately, because he needed to be off doing something else, Yeah. Um, sort of like in five minutes' time. So I was absolutely gutted, though, because I was like, oh, no. But <clears throat> what I'd actually... I got him a gift, which, you know, obviously, with regards to some of his films, three of them are called the Cornetto Trilogy. Yes. As Yes, I was going to say, as you probably know that. Um, I actually got, there was this girl who did some crocheting. She actually crocheted a Cornetto, and I gave it to him as a gift. 
Nice. Yeah, because I thought to myself, it's a really unique sort of thing. And hopefully nobody's ever thought of doing it before. But um, yeah, I, I gave him that. And he, he was so excited about getting a gift. And he was also excited about the fact that he he got a Cornetto. His daughter was with him as well, which kind of helped with the excitement, I think. But um, yeah, he said, this is going to go up on the shelf with Simon, you know, like where all his important stuff goes. So I was like, yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So did you present it as a Cornetto or as the butt plug, as I suggested? <laughs> <laughs> No, I presented it as a cornetto because his daughter was there. So, and his yeah. daughter, his daughter's only like eight or nine. So, yeah. Children spawning fun once again. <laughs> no, not yeah, at she, all. <laughs> she actually slipped him a note saying, This is really a butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I did think afterwards, I thought, Oh man, I should have, um, I should have given him the card, uh, you know, like our podcast card to sort of say, Oh, you know, you know. <laughs> when you get home, tweet a picture of this, and, you know, tag us in it or whatever. Oh, so so he was really pleased then. No, he he was really pleased. But anyway, so it was it was absolutely fantastic meeting him. Like I said, it literally was mere minutes. It, it probably a minute at the most that I was actually with him. But yeah, it was nice to meet him because he's kind of like up there with Kevin Smith. It was kind of mm-hmm. him and uh, Kevin's films were the ones that I kind of grew up on. So. Yeah, it was nice to actually finally meet him. So, King, what was the best costume you saw? Best cosplay? There was, oh god, do you know what it was? Because it was so big, mm-hmm. it was hard to take every single thing in because it's it's bigger than London Film and Comic Con. So it's bigger than the con we went to in London. Then. Yeah, London Film and Comic Con. Yeah, it's bigger than that. So I wouldn't say by a huge amount, but it's like, well, it's all on one level. First of all, mm-hmm. so I suppose it's the same size. But if both levels were on one floor, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it's just gargantuanly busy then. Yeah, it, it was, and it was also the um, it was also the Saturday as well. So, but I did see actually an awesome Captain America outfit. Cool. Cos- cosplay, sorry. He he really did do a great job. At one point, I was walking through the crowd, and I had Captain America in front of me. I had Deadpool by the side of me, Spider Man just off the left of me. <laughs> like and then but behind me there was another one but i can't remember who the other one was and i was just like oh my god I'm surrounded and paul by graham stuck in the middle with you yeah well he didn't mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he minded it's like graham reach out did you mind being stuck in the middle with me <laughs> <laughs> but now i know what you were doing andy because it just twigged <laughs> 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 it took me a second. Slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was These like... things always give me enough time to light the fuse <laughs> and walk gently away. <laughs> I'm just going to get off my horse. <laughs> yeah. Anyone want to brew? Yeah, this one's not going to go on for a while. <laughs> oh, you shut up and drink your coffee. <laughs> so yeah, so I did see a lot of really good, really really good cosplay. But also, I play. Um, okay, might make me a bit of a loser, but I don't give a shit because I love it. But I played Pokemon Go, and. Every time I saw somebody who was in cosplay of like a Pokemon, I was going, get in my ball, get in my ball. <laughs> and this, listeners, 
It's my last show. <laughs> no, it isn't. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what that is. I mean, I know what Pokemon is, but well, basically, I don't like, know what Pokemon Go. Po- Pokemon Go is like it's um, an app on your phone, so you sort of walk around and there's like little Pokemon all over the place, and so you just like use a ball. Do not, don't worry. I'm, not, I'm, get, I'm getting embarrassed now. Jim, do you know what I was sensing? while you're trying to explain that do you remember trying to explain something to your grandparents that you thought was cool and exciting yeah <laughs> yeah james was experiencing what your grandparents were going through <laughs> in my day we already had stick yeah. and poop <laughs> and maybe if you're lucky a lump of coal <laughs> <laughs> oh it was all lucy's fault anyway she got me involved in pokemon go so it's all your fault, Lucy. Yeah, Lucy, what have you done? Yeah. <laughs> but James, like in our defence, you know, Jem is technically a millennial and this Pokemon Go thing is a very millennial thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not technically a millennial. <laughs> millennial, apparently. Millennial. <laughs> millennial. Prodigy. You did. And if when you listen back, you didn't. No, I'll just I'll yeah. keep the cheers in. Yeah. <laughs> Record over myself saying it. So, a question for me. Okay. So, you said this was a massive haul. So, I guess you probably had to sacrifice some of your wish list to sell things to see and do to make sure that you're covered. Do you know what? Not, I mean, this is going to be tricky to answer because not really. Then I'll withdraw my questions, Your Honour. Yeah. Your witness. <laughs> I was just going to say, was there anything that you sacrificed to see something else? but you've actually would have preferred to try to have seen the other thing because you weren't over enthralled with what you saw. That wasn't really the case for me because I obviously I wanted to get the experience of the comic comic con and whatnot, you know, but um, there was only the two people that I really wanted to meet. And I did that. So out of, you know, from that aspect of meeting like celebrities or whatever, I managed to do that. And then the rest of it was kind of like walking around the stalls. I suppose one thing that I did regret actually, because there was tattooists there, <laughs> and not that I wanted to get a tattoo there, um, not not because I didn't trust them, but just because you know money and things like that. I didn't have any, but there were a couple of female tattooists there, and I'd love to actually get a female tattooist on this podcast just to sort of discuss, you know, like the their story if you know what I mean, kind of with regards to, uh, you know, like if there's been any challenges because, you know, it started as a male world and, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and yeah, I kind of regret that I didn't actually go back to actually speak to any of the, the female tattooists and see if they wanted to be guests. But I suppose I can just do that at some point anyway. So it's not a massive regret. You could just go down to one of the muffs and uh, pop your head into each tattoo parlour to find yourself a female artist. Yeah, exactly. And stick my head in the muff. Yeah. yeah. I'm going muff diving, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear, Jem. Oh, sorry, not, not diving, Mum. Hopping. I'm going muff hopping. <laughs> I don't know why I'm from up north. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my, my travelling around the UK, Jem Styley. <laughs> Ah, right, okay. So I have to be up yeah. north to, yeah. uh, in the muff. Yeah. What do I do, Mum? I'm going muff hopping. <laughs> you just spat oh. my drink out of my nose then, Tim. 
<laughs> oh dear. That's my Comic Con, really. Uh, I did have an awful lot of fun. Yeah, it was just nice to kind of chill out talking about Tim. Tim was there, so it was lovely to meet him. And he's also a fellow rambler as well. So that was nice to uh, meet him. And a big shout out to the ramble who mention us every week, including James, who never listens. Yes, exactly. So, Jerry, if you're listening to this, <laughs> which I doubt you are, but uh, yeah. James doesn't listen. Yeah, so send us a sign if you're listening. Just cut James out of the shout-outs going forward. Just Gemma and Andy. Yeah. From the Talking Codswallop. They've got us some other host. Yeah. See, James isn't even defending himself. He knows how ashamed he is. Yeah. That he's not been... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. All those top tens he could have uh, contributed to. Those, what hats would they wear? Yeah. Open, close, and encore. (laughs) All that love that Jerry has now been given to Batman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I meant to contact the guys just to say in episode, I think it was 200, with um, what song um, does Batman go into the Hall of Fame? They took me down for my deep cut. And then in episode last week, they got, they showed that Batman was a wuss. So, can my deep cut be revoked to actual truth speaking? Oh yeah. So Jerry, if you're listening, answer. If not, I'll email you. <laughs> I think you're going to have to email him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to sit here and think that Jerry and Eddie, in fact, were listening, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not wrong. part of the uh, the hundreds. No, they're not part of the salty tadpoles. Yeah. <laughs> A salted caramel tadpole, possibly. Yeah, maybe. End of part one. Stay tuned for next week's thrilling conclusion.